Tiger Revenge, brought to you by Warning, you are now entering the Blue Tiger 10, the intellectual dark web of comic book podcasting. Revenge is upon you. Hit the music. The weather's getting cold, and that's right. As was winter nips at her heels, this tiger's ripping off his shirt and getting ready to fill those cups with some hot, hot milk fresh from the nip itself. That's right. This is Blue Tiger Revenge, your ultimate Blue Tiger experience for comic books and comic book podcasts. Yeah, that's right, forever. I am comic book creator Tag Galusha. And with me is the king of the nips himself, <laughs> the Nippolese, the Nip Man, Big Brian Bales. How's it going, Big Brian? It's going good. I'm just thinking about what else I can add to the intro to just make it even longer. Longer. Yeah, to make it even longer. Because <laughs> hey, listen, I'm telling you right now. I'm telling you. I'm telling the Tiger Cubs. I'm telling the world. Okay. I will never shorten it. I will only lengthen it i mean i think that's why people actually tune in it's not for us it's, it's a promise like, they they want that for like their favorite radio show yeah yeah you know, they listen to their favorite song and they're like well we're already 15 minutes into the intro <laughs> we might as well <laughs> stick around to see what type of comic books these assholes read so that's right oh man uh it's been a weird week yeah weird week yeah well we had uh we had a visitor here at the house uh, oh, really yeah. Well, you know, those big boy bears, they're getting ready for uh It's it's about that time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and Dr. Wife woke me up at about 3 a.m. I think it was Friday night. Okay. Saturday night. Okay. I hear this boom, 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 boom. I thought someone was breaking into the house. I was like, oh, shit. Someone's trying to break in through the garage. It's like, it's like every oh. gun owner's wet dream. Like, oh, God. Yeah. It's finally happening. I mean. You fucking weirdos. If I'm being honest, I was a little excited. Like, oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Let's get test out the man camp skills. Oh, and then uh, I was like, "Wait a second, that I've heard this bump, 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 bump before." <laughs> <laughs> and I stick my head out the window, and there's the fattest, the fat. He wasn't very tall, but oh man, this porker of a bear. <laughs> he was just leaning up against the the car. He had the tra- I, he somehow got the bear proof lid off of our trash can. Yeah. Um, I found out later that the the locking mechanism was a bit jammed. Oh, good so, job. Yeah. And so I watched him carry the single bag of trash that was in it uh, over to our, we have like, oh, there's like a work shed on the side yeah. of the house. And he was just sitting there. Just like, <laughs> like, a, like an Like Winnie the Pooh, just, sit, just like sitting yeah. on the tree like, oh, bother, as I fucking pummel honey into his mouth. Like a fat grandpa. Just sitting there. He had the bag of trash on his belly, and he was just, just pawing it into his his maw. And, uh, and I, so I go, hey, hey, you. And, you know, whoo, the big ears and everything. And 
Then he just picked it up and walked across the street to our neighbor's house and sat in there. They're building their hockey rink right now. Like yeah. He just sat in the middle of the hockey rink eating um, eating his bag of trash while I went out at 3 in the morning and cleaned up the neighborhood in my pajamas. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It, uh, yeah, it was one of those where, like, at first I was like, should I go out there? And I was like, you know what? He doesn't want anything to do with me. No, he, he just, just, he just wants to eat his trash and uh, go about his day. Yeah, yeah. So I picked up most of it. I think I got most of it. I, I mean, he took the bag into the woods, so well, it knows where it is. But yeah. I wasn't going into the woods pitch black to wrestle yeah. some garbage away from like a 300 pound. Yeah. Dude, his belly like dragged on the ground. He was so fat. <laughs> so funny looking. Yeah. Man, that story was uh, was so good. Your mic came unplugged in the middle of it. That was amazing. <laughs> You know, we're a pretty high-tech outfit here at uh, Blue Tiger Revenge. I mean, that's kind of how we roll. I know. I'm not going to blame it on the deep state. I'm not going to do it. No. It might be just on the – actually throw down some money and update my, my setup here. I mean, I've been telling you that for, for <laughs> how long I've been sending you shit. Like, hey, this isn't, this isn't that bad. You should pick this up. True. Well, you know, we all know that I'm I'm the cheapskate of the podcast. That's uh, true. I all the books I buy are used. Um, yeah. And from like, and have been out of print for twenty years. <laughs> speaking of which, speaking of which, before we get in, there's some there was some cool news that's we got some cool stuff to cover. We got some great stuff. Some uh, stuff I'm very excited about oh, covering. Just, so that beard is just at a full attention. <laughs> it's not just the beard. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. 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 <laughs> Uh, <laughs> what do you got for me? Uh, you threw me off there. I was just imagining what we're going to be talking about. I'm just like, so <laughs> That's not what you're man, imagining anymore. Just so much man meat just like <laughs> slamming against each other. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't. God damn it, man. You threw me off. Well, well, oh, okay. All right, go ahead. Hit me. I know. I know. So I've been, you know, I've been on my like uh, mini series. Yeah. Hunting mini series. Like, yeah. No, but you know what? I just—I was gonna pick up all issues, but there was like twelve issues. But instead, I just—I picked up. I never got to play the games because I didn't have them. And I, by the time I was—I could afford to buy them. I was already in college, so okay. I didn't have time. But there was the Ashley Wood did the art for the comic series, which, from what I read, it follows the comic or the the video games pretty good. And then they had its own kind of like spinoff. Okay. Um, but it was uh, Metal Gear Solid. Oh um, yeah, yeah. I just always love the covers, and you know I'm a big Ashley you Wood are. fan. You got that cap. Yeah, that. Oh yeah, I know. I just I always I love the way he approaches some of the storytelling. Like I get a little lost once in a while, but yeah, man, I just love his entire approach to everything. Like I was even like thinking today, I was like, man, maybe I finish these projects and try and do like an entire about face, like my like artistic styling. Do it. And try and like. Try and make an attempt to not be a copycat, but like really go into more of like, I don't know, as an artist, I feel like, like as a storyteller, I feel like he spends more time on capturing the like feel mm -hmm. of the character than he does like, oh, I'm going to draw every little thread and every little bolt and binding on, you know, this character. Mm -hmm. You know, it's more of like shapes and movement. Right. But, uh, I don't know. I'm getting kind of nerdy here. Anyways, that's all right. Anyways. That's all right. I like it. That's awesome. Yeah, but I don't know. Maybe when we finish Operation Blue, maybe we'll just do like a. I can try the style out on like a 
five-page mini story yeah. featuring Murph. Oh, I'm in. Oh, okay. we could do my idea that I want. I want. I don't Which want. To, I'm not going to say it on the air, but the uh, the the one that happens in a dream. Are you going to go? We're going to go dreamscape on me here. No, well, kind of, but I don't want to say. I won't say it on air. I'll tell you afterwards. But uh, okay, we could do. We could do my idea that I was thinking about. Um, okay, all right, all right. I'm open. I'm right. open to all things. All right. I uh I had some good things happen this weekend, man. Uh saw the saw the new Black Adam movie. Should we just go right into Black Adam then cuz like that's kind of the big Oh, did you have did you have more? Did you have more stuff that you wanted wanted to let the Cubs know about before we get into it outside? I feel of... like you're hinting that there's something I'm supposed to talk about, but I can't remember what it I is. I don't think so. No, I don't think you so. You really threw me off with the whole <laughs> just just sexy guys, just well, you know. Men. I got to do what I do, you know. Um, but yeah. <laughs> what is happening? I don't know. <laughs> uh, having just like a, I don't know, sexual awakening in this episode. Uh-huh. I don't know what's happening here. I, I have that effect on people, so <laughs> um, you know that's all I can say. Uh, yeah, I mean, I can just I could just dive right into Black Adam. Um, yeah, let's go right into Black. I know there's some stuff I wanted to talk about, but I can't quite remember exactly what all of it is. Yeah, we'll get to, we'll figure it out. We'll yeah, figure it out to me. All right, Black uh, Adam. Yeah, lay it on us. So it came out this last weekend, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Played by starring, produced, played by The Rock. Yep. Yep. And you know, our biggest fear was that they were gonna be like, that because it's The Rock. Yeah. It's gonna be like well. I'm the new hero now. Right. Like, I'm the good guy. Right. So right off the bat. Now, folks, if you're like, I don't want any spoilers. Well, I don't know why you listen to this podcast. Yeah. Nothing but spoil that's, that's everything. A fact. That's uh, a fact. But yeah, maybe fast forward like 20 minutes. Yeah. Sorry, or just listen to our ridiculousness. Yeah. Either way. Either way. It. I don't think it's going to take away from uh, from the experience. I mean, from like. If, if from like a, a storytelling standpoint, I mean the movie's not complex. You know what I mean? It's very linear, very straightforward. Yeah, like he shows up, fights bad guys, and then they set up for the sequel. That's what I kind of got from it. Pretty much. And you know what? That's not a ba- that's not a bad thing. Like people, no. like it's really interesting because the critics bagged on it, right? Like they said they were gonna like you just knew they were gonna do, but the audiences love it. So it's got like the complete polar opposite of audience score versus critic score. Um well, which, isn't that kind of how all the first go of it superhero movies are? Like when we first introduce that, a character, they're usually a little if that, it's an origin story, they're a little flat. And that's right. I think that's pretty much the most of the rocks movies, like in general. I mean, the movies that he makes, I mean, I wouldn't, I mean, they're not like objectively, they're not great movies, but he's, he's got that charisma, you know, he's just so charismatic that you, you enjoy watching him on screen and I'll say his movies are good family fair. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, there's something for everybody. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I would agree. And you know, this one was no different. I mean, it was, uh, completely action-packed from from start to finish probably one of the most action-packed comic book movies that i can remember seeing i mean it was just non-stop well you know that's why the critics like yeah that's because they're like there's 
no layers. There's no character development. There's no well, complexity. Yeah, it's like it's the same argument that critics had with uh, Godzilla versus Kong about how there was too much monsters fighting. You know, where <laughs> that's what we want. Exactly. Dude. If you're going to a movie starring The Rock and like expecting there to not be balls to the wall action and getting disappointed when there is, I yeah. don't know why you're going to a movie starring The Rock. Um, that and like that's what The Rock does well that's like, what he does i mean i don't want to say he's a bad actor because i don't think he is i don't think he's a but he, but he's not like a guy who's like going to bring he sticks know, to his strength he sticks to what he knows yeah. and 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 he and, and he does it well and you yeah. know the movie was the movie was action-packed man there was a lot of violence he kills a lot of dudes in this movie and uh you know the the fight that he has uh, with the Justice Society that was really great. Hawkman, Aldous Hodge crushed it as Hawkman. He was fantastic. Kinda, that guy's all of a sudden kind of blown up. Like uh, I've been on to him I, for I don't know if Shazam will do well or not, or not Shazam, but Black Adam will do well. But it seems like he all of a sudden you see him kind of trending a bit. Yeah, I really and enjoyed his character. I've been a fan of his for years. Um, because he starred on a show I really liked back in the day called Leverage. Um, oh, I remember Leverage. Yeah, yeah, so he was one of the stars on that show, uh, oh, cool. and that's kind of when I started uh, following him a little bit. Yeah, he's fantastic. And then Pierce Brosnan, man, he steals the show as uh, I mean, Doctor Fate. He's a. I mean, I think Brosnan is like a classically trained like hundred percent. You know and, what I mean? Like, yeah. have you ever seen him in something where you're like? Oh, he was terrible. No, not not necessarily the the movie wasn't necessarily good, but you've never seen him in something where you're like, oh, he can't act to save his life. Right. You know, right. Like he's he's always good. He was fant he was fantastic. Stole the show one hundred percent. And one awesome. of the things I liked, I really liked about the movie is they kept him, they kept Black Adam, where like he wasn't a hero. Yeah. He he wasn't a bad guy, but he wasn't a hero. So like they really. You know, because when you think of anti-hero, you think of, oh, you know, he's just a hero that they say. That wears black clothes and, like, might kill bad guys. Yeah, But they're yeah. like, but he lives by a code. Yeah. Ethics. Where, where black, black Adam, no. I mean, he, 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 they do the anti-hero justice in this to where, you know. You, he's a bad guy. I, I don't know if I want to call him a bad guy, but he's not. Okay, a, let me, let me say this. He's a character who feels justified in his yes. actions, even if they're only benefit him. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Like, well, and, it, and they reveal it because, like, you know, the story, the story of how he gets his powers, um, where it was actually his son who got the powers first. And then oh, to save his to save his life, his son gives Teth Adam the power of Shazam, right? And then the king kills his son. And so then Black Adam just goes on a rampage and basically destroys everything. Okay. And then he gets imprisoned by the wizard. The wizards imprison him for 5,000 years as a punishment. And so you don't find oh, wow. this out until later in the movie. Like all of like, um, all of the people of conduct think he's the savior, but it wasn't him. It was his son. And he was just got the powers as far as revenge goes. Um, so, but like that, see, I like that because they're kind of doing, they're, they're doing the character. They're building a real villain. Yes. I mean, I hate making that correlation, like whether you like the Marvel movies or not, but like Thanos works so well because they're, 
he was he felt like he was somewhat justified in his actions. Yes. He didn't view himself as a villain. And you kind of see this. I get the same kind of vibe from what you're telling me. And that, yeah, like, nobody like, starts off as a villain. It's you know they right. think what they're doing is like he's no, this is just he's cause. the defender of his people now. So that's kind of and that which is what Black Adam is in the comics. Like he's the he defends the citizens of Kondok, and uh, you know they really they really set that up well. And what it, you know what he kind of sounds like is a Victor Von Doom. A little bit, yeah, yeah, yeah. a little like, bit harsh ruler but like he justifies all of his actions well, kind of under the guise and that of was like interesting because he wasn't country. he he said i'm not going to rule the land but i'll but i'll protect it so he doesn't okay yeah so he's not he doesn't end up ruling it but interesting well i will say yet because i know like in the comics like he becomes the de facto like ruler of that country is he, he's on earth this is all on earth right? yeah this is all on earth yep Okay. Is he, I can't, is he, is, it's like a, a made up, a fictional, fictional country, like Middle, Middle Eastern East, country. Right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. But you, Did you it, oh, go ahead. Uh, what were you going to ask? I was going to ask, how come they got rid of the pointy ears? I always liked them with the, I um, love the pointy ears. Little, yeah. It made them look a little more villainous. Yeah. Yeah. You know, maybe that's why they didn't do it because they want you to, they wanted you to root for him. So he then, seemed more as a human rather than like some kind of like dark. Yeah, I was he was like a dark elf or something. So then, when he turns heel, eventually, he'll become more of like the evil wizard. Yeah, yeah, I think so. And dude, he the the the, the CGI was phenomenal in the movie. There were some great cameos in it as well. I mean, you had uh, Amanda Waller. Um, was she's she's the gal who runs Suicide Squad, yep. right? Okay. Yep. And then you had uh, Harcourt, who is from uh, Peacemaker, was in it as well. The, who was she again? The blonde from Peacemaker. Oh. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So she was in it. She cameoed in it as well. At the she was at the black site where they, because uh, there was a point in the movie where Black Adam realized that this world, because so the whole justification for the Justice Society like bringing him in. Um, oh, they're the ones that wake him up. No, um, uh, oh, I can't remember her name in the movie, but kind of the the female lead in the movie, uh, Sarah, I, I'm blanking on her last name. She was great. Um, she woke him up to save her to save her life because she was about to die from invaders. Um, okay. But the Justice Society end up going in because he's killing a bunch of people. And, uh, you know, Hawkman is very black and white. He's like, there's good guys and there's bad guys. You know, yeah. and you saw that in the trailer, like heroes don't kill people. And, you yeah, know, and so then it's I've killed lots of people. He's like, well, I do, which I loved. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's. Oh, and where was I going? Oh, basically, like they have to contain him. Otherwise, he's going to once he like gets his wits about him, he's going to be virtually unstoppable. So like you need to you need to bring him in now. Um, and so they finally convince him to like say shazam give up his powers and imprison him um now there was a part that you told me that you were like oh it was a little funky where he says shazam turns back to skinny old old yes man they rock. do they do skinny rock you see skinny rock in the movie yes and yeah, it's hilarious and you said it was a bit weird looking it i it, it was weird looking just because like it didn't i'm not gonna say like it looked bad it was just very um because the rock hasn't been skinny since he was like 16. Exactly. That was it was just like, whoa. 
that's weird. You know, everybody's seen that picture of him at the computer doing the what? Yeah. And it's like he's got the like little mustache, mustache, but his shoulders are as wide as a Buick. You know what I mean? Like it's, you can see the, yeah. Like, Oh, this, this kid's going to be a monster. Yeah. He's going to be a huge dude. Yeah. But it just looked weird is all just because it's not, it was like comes as a shock, you know? Okay. Um, but it didn't look bad. Like actually like the CGI was incredible. It was great CGI. Um, compared to some of the last stuff, a lot of the other stuff that we've seen, uh, yeah, it seems like the, a lot of the DC stuff is like sometimes it's great, sometimes it's even, like even the Marvel stuff. I even, think it's yeah. just it's just CGI in general. Like, um, if you yeah. give give those the the visual effects artists the time and budget, they can do a good job, and and that showed. I, I mean, that that's the reality of every project. Though. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's like true. The more money you throw at something, the more time, the better you can. Like, I always, I'm always. Like with even with comics, right? I'm always amazed when I hear people be like, "Oh, a comic looked like shit," and I'm like, "Oh, God forbid the creators have a life." Yeah, like, you do realize like to do a comic page, a lot of these guys are putting in. If you count the hours between the colorist and the right. line artist, you know you're you're talking fucking fourteen, fifteen hours. Yeah, maybe more. Yeah, you absolutely. Know? Like it's it's one of those where you're like, come on, dude, give these guys a break. You know, and especially if there's a lot of money, you know, and a lot of time, like, yeah, it can be, it's going to look fantastic. But mm-hmm. anyways, topic. but I'm saving the best part for last. Okay. Wait, I want to know who was the big baddie? The big like, bad was, uh, the ancient King who killed his son. Um, so come, it was, the, like well, was the last descendant, the descendant of him, okay. um, needs like a magic crown in order to, go to hell and get the powers and be summoned back up as this like devil monster. So was he um like oh who's the DC ca- character? Like Trigon? Yeah. No. I think, tri- I think that's what I'm thinking of. Uh, yeah, no. He's like supposed to be like as strong as Superman or something yeah, like that. Like no, he's supposed to be- he, I mean he was he was strong, but I mean the rock uh, Black Adam ended up getting the best of him and then said just the absolute best one liner. I have a feeling this line's gonna be terrible. Tell me lay it on me probably is going to be terrible but he's about to rip the guy he Wait, grabs let me, guess, him. let me guess he goes he goes suck on this duck face and then rips him in half no nice try though i hope you <laughs> give me another one what else you got what's, what's something that he used he used to say well i know, did he say hope you smell what i'm cooking now that's exactly it no he, that's it he grabs him by his horn about to rip as he's as he's about to rip him half it like stops zooms in on rock and he goes tell them the man in black sent you and then rips him in half it was it was pretty cool it was pretty cool now your son says that to you every time you're about to leave a room he points at you and says tell the man in black sent you probably when he when he eventually kills me to like take over my stuff take your toys to take all my stuff yeah that's what he's that's what he's gonna say um We'd be like, tell them the man in black sent you, you know, just like that. Um, mm. Yeah, <laughs> but I, I think I think pretty much the like the the worst kept secret of this movie, the absolute worst kept secret was the best part of the entire film, and that is the return of Henry Cavill as Superman. Can I be honest? It's sad that that's the best part of the whole movie. 
is that just Cavill showing up and being like, hey, we need to have a conversation. Doesn't matter. The Superman's I'm back, man. Superman is back. Yeah, and like, yeah. I give. He's thirst trapping all of you fanboys and today, he, too. Cavill is. He, he is. But like, I give The Rock all the credit in the world um, because. Right, he's easy there. Well, you know, The Rock just knows. He's like, oh, I smell what's cooking. Green. Green ex- dollar hey. bills. I'm all for it, but the fact that the fact of the matter is is that he's been trying to make this happen for six years. He's like, I've been yeah. trying to get Cavill back as Superman for six years. Uh, the old guard at WB, like uh, Walter Hamada, the former uh, head of DC. Okay, now Films. this is all. Everything you're saying is also coming from The Rock. Now let's keep that. Let's remember that. Yeah, but it makes sense, and I. It, Come on, man. The the rock the rock wanted it. Hamada said no. And then the rock went above his head to the head of Warner Brothers and said, Hey, this is gonna happen. And uh and it happened. I, what I find more confounding about the scenario that's been painted, I guess, yeah. is the fact that um the fact that uh there had to like I wonder if there was actual like physical factors, whether it was budgetary constraints, um, just because certain movies movies in the past lost so, a shit ton of money during the pandemic, scheduling, all these other things um, that it, you know would cause workarounds. I'm gonna because, I'm gonna say no because well, of course you're gonna say no. <laughs> well, hear me out. Hear me out. Okay. All right. Maybe this, that, and the other, but at the end of the day. When the Rock makes a movie, it makes money. Rock movies starring the Rock make money, whether they're good, bad, or do, indifferent. Uh, you know what? Do they? Yes. I mean, are they? He I mean, has, I'm sure they break uh, even. But he are they might like have really had. Making he, crazy he may have money? had like, yeah, dude. Like, think of the know. the yeah the Jumanji movies, uh, Jungle Cruise. All of his last movies have just there made. There's like one or two that haven't done as well, but for the most part, the movies that he makes. Make a shit. I don't ton think of Rampage money. did very well, and I that was one of the ones. Yeah, those were good. the those were the two that I was referencing that didn't do very good. But other, I mean, I know the franchise movies that he's worked on have done yeah, exactly. Well, but and, they were doing well, and this is a franchise them. movie, you know, that yeah. he's doing. Um, you know, one of the one of the articles had said that uh, Cavill not be not being Superman rolls back to Shazam. Because remember when they did that Shazam cameo of Superman where you didn't see his head? It was just like... You, they had his voice, though. No, there was they? no voice in it. It was just... I thought he asked, was like, can I sit here? Or something like that. No. No? No. Okay. Um, it was Shazam who said, can we sit here? And it was... Uh, it was just somebody in a... Down. It was just somebody with a body suit, the Superman suit on, and you couldn't see their head. Was yeah. They got pissed because Henry Cavill was supposed to do it, but his management said... Yeah, he'll do it, but this counts as one of the Superman, you know, one of his Superman appearances in his contract. Um, right. Understandable. Uh, so I, I just mean, so there was like, con- there was contractual. Well, I'm not, I'm not done yet. Let me, okay. let me finish. Let me finish. Okay. All right. Jesus All right. Christ, this fucking guy. Um, <laughs> I'm a rat. In that, in that pissed off, that pissed off then Warner Brothers chief Toby Emmerich, who got who got pissed off at that and said, fuck this guy. 
like we're going to blackball him. He's never going to be Superman again. Um, it was no longer there. And you know, when, uh, Walter Hamada's last day at DC was his last day as the DC chief was the opening day of black Adam, which all kind of, which is interesting, but is he the guy that came out and was like, Oh, we're so excited to move forward with the Ezra Miller. Yes. Uh, Oh, okay. Well, even if this isn't the case, I'm going to side with you because Thank when you. he came out and gave that press statement, yeah, it was like, I don't know who is pulling this, actually pulling the strings, but yeah. like, who is he trying to kid, man? Like yeah. if this yeah. guy wasn't famous, he'd be locked up. Yep. You know? And well, the best part is it's not just a one-off cameo. Like I sent you the announcement, Henry Cavill got made an announcement and said, Hey, I'm officially back. Like this is just, there's more to come. And I just, you know, just from working in the comic industry, I just, anytime I hear all this kind of stuff, I just always go like, I always just assume it's contracts and scheduling. And cause like realistically, I'm sure that I'm sure that plays a part in it too. But like, I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, I'm sure there's beefs once in a while, but like, and money is money. And his, and his Warner brothers really made like the best decisions when it comes to their DC film properties. Well, I just read an article that was talking about how I didn't realize, but the the, the Justice League, because essentially the same movie got made twice, yeah, and it is like now the most expensive m- movie uh, ever produced. That makes sense, and and because you know it came out during <laughs> during a pandemic, yeah, um, it just there's no way it could like recoup. They, they it's supposed thought to be, there'd be some long-term stuff, but it just, well, I know it's going to be merchandise. coming out in theaters. Uh, they're going to be doing a theater, small theatrical runs on it in places, but uh, that's a long time to sit in a theater, man. And let me fucking they just tell you did that with Mobius. Really? <laughs> let me tell you yeah, something, you man. Uh, as much as I loved black Adam. Yeah. The movie theater almost ruined the entire fucking experience for me to See, where this is the real story the right real here. story right here is that movie theaters are ruining the movie theater industry don't blame okay, it on right. fu- don't blame it on fucking streaming don't blame it on anything else other than the bullshit that you do at theaters so what are the theaters doing i'm guessing because we had, we know they had some losses they had some bailouts but they had some losses yeah what why why are they ruining the experience for their patrons? Well, first of all, like in, in, you know, someone might say, Oh, you don't understand how the theater business works. Yada, yada. I do. Okay. I understand theaters make virtually no money on ticket sales. Like 99, uh, 99.9% of their money comes from advertising and, uh, and concessions, right? They don't make, they don't make money on ticket sales. Right. I understand. Yeah. I understand that, but here's, here's the fact at a 6 p.m. movie time is when the movie is when the movie's supposed to start. Yeah, uh, the movie doesn't actually start. The movie didn't start until 6:40, and that was 40 minutes of commercials, like straight up like, like TV, straight up TV commercials, Ugh. and then previews. And then they would take a break from previews, play commercials, play a okay, couple more right previews, there. breaks that. You can't do that. You can't show a Coca-Cola commercial in between. Pre- it needs to be a hard line. Yes. Hard line. Once the preview start, that's when you're like, oh, dude, we got 10 minutes to really like hit the bathroom, maybe like, the concessions real quick. 
Here's the worst part. They're showing commercials for the fucking theater. Like, dude, I'm already sitting in here watching the fucking movie. Like, I don't need to see an ad for Cinemark when I'm at a Cinemark. Do right? you want to advertise at Cinemark? No, it wasn't even that. It was like, hey, come to Cinemark and have a good time at the movies. It's like, well, I would have a good time if the movie would actually start playing. Exactly. Well, that's the thing. Like, we sat there for, because, you know, we got there. 10 minutes early so we sat there for almost a fucking hour and may, you know what maybe that's on me you know showing up 10 minutes early to a movie but listen i go back to the days where there wasn't assigned seats like yeah you know what i mean and i understand that's shocking to me i've I, only been in the theaters once yeah i understand that i understand the need for commercials um you know that ad revenue right but be responsible with it don't just like I, like it wouldn't have shocked me for them to stop halfway through the fucking movie to play a goddamn commercial like that's why we pay the money god man you are on fire tonight you are just taking no <laughs> bullshit just spitting i love it well and then and then not to mention the fact that somebody brought a fucking baby to like straight up baby to black adam so you can hear a baby crying like four rows above us well, that's just disrespectful. It's yeah. disrespectful. They should, they should have no baby laws for but like, movies in it, general. It, but here's the thing. Like, I'm I'm ready to let the movie theater industry die. Oh, but that's like your thing, man. You know love what? The theater. But here's the thing. Do I love it more than, like, I have a 70-inch 4K TV. I have a surround sound system. I have comfortable recliners, like... Um, you know, yeah. the studios could charge 30 to 40 bucks for you to rent a movie opening day. And I would pay it because at the end of the day, that's still cheaper than especially if you're having the whole family watch. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I, mean, I think the last time we went to the theater, it was probably just for, for Dr. Wife and I, I think it was like around 40 bucks. That was, you know, just tickets like, yeah, like last year, HBO Max, like everyone got pissed, you know, because they weren't recouping their money. Right. When HBO Max was Warner Brothers releasing everything on HBO Max, if they would have just charged like what Disney did, like charged an extra 20, 30 bucks to for see like the, an advance. Yeah. Like, to oh, see the movie opening day the first month. Right. I, I would yeah. fucking do. I would I would pay that in a fucking heartbeat and they'd make money. They you notice that a lot of the, a lot of the, um, I don't know if you call it networks or studios. That's they're still keeping that model alive. Like, Prime and stuff still has that where it's like, oh, do you want to watch the movie? It's in theaters, but you can watch it. I forget. There's some movie that just came out this. Yeah, weekend. they're not it, uh, like the big block blockbusters. They're not doing it, which I think is unfortunate yeah. because, I mean, especially in COVID times too. But like, let me fucking watch a movie in my house opening weekend. Without having to watch six hours of fucking commercials, right? So let me ask you this. If they went back to, say, think of how this, maybe not quite the 90s, but like early 2000s where it was like maybe some assigned seating. If you paid a little extra money, you could sit in real comfy chairs, maybe get a, have a beer. Um, but it was just, you, you know, hey, the clock starts at eight. Be there at eight in your seat ready to go. Or you're gonna you're gonna miss 15 minutes of previews, and if you miss that, a movie's gonna start. Opening credits are gonna start rolling, so you better get in there. If they went back to just that strict model, like they used to be, very simple, straightforward, would you be back in the saddle for the theater? I think so. Yeah, it's just all the commercial. The commercials. The commercials ruin it, man. It's bullshit. Yeah, it's bull. It's absolute I, fucking bullshit. Like we, like Nikki and I, 
talked about it the entire drive home. Like, it, like the movie wasn't even on our mind. It was like just that was horrible. That was a horrible See, that, experience that at the ruins theater. The experience, yeah, it completely ruins the entire purpose of the experience. Especially when you're shelling out. I mean, it was what the three of you guys or four yeah. of you guys. Yeah, three of us. Yeah, yeah. So like minimum what sixty bucks. Easy. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, if you if you count in like popcorn and shit, and yeah. you know, we got dinner on the way there, so that counts that too. You know, so yeah. it was ridiculous though. Like, yeah, that sucks. I'm sorry, man. You know, Tiger Cubs. What do you What do you guys think? Like, are are you are, are you, you going s- to the theaters again? Or yeah, hit us like, up. Blue Tiger Revenge. Like, right, just Substack.com. Let us know. Let us know if you're fed up with the movie theater system, man. Because uh, I am. Yeah, I'm loving this, man. You are just yeah. firing on all cylinders. Like, like it, listen to me. Listen, the brother. Saving, the, the saving grace was that they have, like, the power recliners. If there was no, like, if there was no recliners or anything like that, I, I probably would have fucking walked out. Like, You would die in small town, Alaska. Yeah. Zero desire, man. Like, I have zero, de- like, there's not... Oh, I gotta, I gotta go sit in an uncomfortable ass chair, watch fucking nine hours of commercials just so I can watch like the newest fucking Spider-Man movie. Like, fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's a bummer, man. Like it, I used to really enjoy the theater. So did I. The last couple times we went to the theater, I was just kind of like, eh. It it lost some of its magic, especially yeah. Doctor Wife. She was a big. She loved going to the theater, like yeah. go Thursday night or Friday night, you know. And now it's just kind of like, eh. yeah, no, I'm good. Like it has to be something. Re- like I think the last movie we went and saw was Thor. The last Thor yeah. movie. Just she likes the Thor movies a lot. Yeah, I and- bet she does. <laughs> yeah well you know there's the like you flick too hard. Yeah, <laughs> that's why where we're going. Yeah, to be honest, that's like, fair. Like, can't blame yeah, her. Because she kept going, did you see he's got a tattoo on his back? And I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm sh- you know that's not what I'm looking at. <laughs> Checking out them buns. But, like, it's – I was such – if you would have asked me this question five years ago, I'd have been, like, theaters all day every day, man. Like, the movie theater. I would say two years ago. Two years. Still yeah. Like, we got to save the theaters. Yeah. They're Fuck them. under everybody. Fuck yeah. them. Like, sorry. Yeah, it's interesting, too, because – I mean, I know they lost a lot of money, but they're still obviously like corporate wise, they're still standing. So, yeah, I, you know, did they do actually as bad as they said they were where they were like, I mean, if they were, they would have been selling, closing up and selling all the theaters here in Alaska are all open. And still, even the sh- the crummy ones are yeah. still functioning. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know if they're running on fumes. I just always assume they're running on fumes. But yeah. Um, the bigger ones are packed. You drive by, man. They're packed every yeah every weekend. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I, that's uh, that bums me out. Um, you know, now I think about it. Thor was like that though. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of commercials. We didn't get a lot of trailers, but it was a lot of commercials. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like that's usually one of my favorite parts. But I love going movies. to see the trailers, man. Like I love yeah. I love watching the trailers on the big screen. Like they're. Help, cr- with, that was part of the whole thing with going to the, see the superhero movies, right? Because you're like, oh, we're going to finally see the trailer for this movie. They've been rumored that they're this coming out soon. Yeah. You know, we're yeah. going to see the new Blade trailer or like the yeah. new Hulk trailer, whatever, yeah. something. Yeah. And now they don't, they don't even do that. I don't know. Yeah. Well, that's not true. There was a trailer that dropped this weekend. A couple Wh- of them, actually. Which ones? 
Well, you had uh, there's the new Ant Man into the oh, that just dropped today, actually. Quantum Mania or something like that. Yeah, that looks okay. Yeah, I watched it actually right before we sat down. Yeah, and, you know, I like Ant Man enough. Like, I like. You don't really reveal much. You nah. just kind of show some cool visuals. Yeah, and that's about it. Yeah, I think it'll be fine. Yeah, and then um, uh, apparently there's another Black Panther trailer. Yeah, dropped. Well, kind of like people. Oh, are, it looks so good, man. I'm so excited for that movie, but. I'll be honest. Am I going to go see it in the theater? I don't know. I don't You're, know. I know a little man that's going to be like, hey, big guy, we're going. Probably. <laughs> probably. Wakanda forever. Look at my school photo. Yeah. Yeah, probably. But, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I, like, I don't have, like, a like as much as I want to see that movie, I don't have yeah. the desire to go see it in theater like I like I would have before, you know? So you're just gonna do like wait a month and then rent it on? Because um, you know what's crazy is all the movies are coming to the streaming platform. Like they're in theaters, I swear, for like a month now. Yeah. And then they're like, boom, right yeah. online, ready to go. Yeah. You might have to, there might be a paywall, but they're there. Like, I'll, give a me a fucking time. paywall, dude. I'll pay it. I'll pay yeah. it. I don't care. Like, Especially if you're not going to the theater, you're already saving twenty bucks anyways. At least, at least, yeah. you know, give me that yeah. paywall, dude. I don't care. I want the paywall. Hey, at least the good thing with like Black Adam, right? Like, if there's people listening to this, that we know in like three weeks it'll be on HBO, probably. Most likely. <laughs> hey, it's and it's a fun movie, man. I had a great time yeah. outside of like all the theater bullshit. Like, it was a fun movie. I would watch it again. So, so Superman did show up at the end. You said now was it a post credit scene or was it like straight up? It was the a, end of the movie. It was a mid credit scene, but basically at the end of the movie, like it. It's like right after the end, the ending of it, you know, in the same, he's in the same spot and, uh, yeah, he shows up, uh, basically Amanda Waller threatens him, threatens black Adam says, Hey, don't leave your country. This is your prison now. Um, he's like, I'm the most powerful person on, he said, he said, no, no one on earth can stop me. And she said, you keep it up. I'll call in a favor, some favors from people who aren't from this planet. And he said, send them all and then destroyed her drone. And then Cavill shows up. And he just says, you've got a lot of people nervous, Black Adam. We need to talk. And then, uh, you know, he shows up. Oh, it was fucking glorious, man. Like, he's got the curl. Like, they finally gave him, like, the Superman curl, which he's... Did he not have it in the... No, but his hair does that naturally. His hair does that. And and they've never had it in the movies before now. What do they... Now I got to go back and... Yeah. I might have to go back and look. Yeah. What do they do with his hair? Just have it comb back or something? Wow. Yeah. Why why would they not I don't know, they, man. I don't know. The curl is iconic. Exactly. Is... Exactly. And you know, as much as I love like all of his appearances that he that Cavill has been in, um yeah. I want I want to see something different, I think, for this next Superman movie. Um I think you have you have to. And I think Cavill wants uh, you know, different too. Um obviously, you know, my dream my my, mm. my my dream uh it's for them with to when the sequel starts up it's right from the scene where they're having this face up black adam we need to talk and then it cuts to them like hey yeah and they're just like nose to nose just face but they're off. you know Sweat. henry cavill henry cavill no uh th- this is going to be many this isn't this is like down the pipeline they're building this fight up like it's going to be a while before these two fight what if hear me out no no i'm not gonna hear you out on some nick cage nonsense no 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 not nick cage 
what if they go a different route? You know, like we live in different times now. It's not the eighties. It's not the nineties. Yeah. Like people have seen drag out like fist fights from superheroes. What if it turns into like maybe a little bit of romantic comedy? Stop like, it. I mean, I'm down for it, but stop it. Uh, okay, what if they just quick kiss while they're fighting? That's I can I'll allow it. I'll allow it. My wife would be very excited. Um, what if Black Adam just he's like because him and Superman, they're fighting and he's Black Adam's kind of losing and then out of nowhere just to throw Soup's off, just gives him a quick kick, kiss on the lips and then Soup's like whoa and then Black Adam just starts beating <laughs> the shit out of him. It's easy that, win. Easy that win. Would be cool. Yeah. Uh, well, according to my wife, uh, I was like, "Yeah, I can't wait to see those two fight on the big screen." You know, who do you think will win? And she was like, She's "Me. Like, I'm gonna I win. Can't, I can't wait till they fight. <laughs> just, I hope their shirts and clothes get ripped off. Oh, look at them just going at each other like animals. Yeah. Um, who's who's taller? Because he's a tall dude, right? Yeah, they're Cavill? both. I think I think Rock is taller. By Rock's pretty big, dude. Yeah, but. Cavill called it he said it's the dawn of hope Superman's returning and then like his uh that'd be a good title that's maybe that's what, what the movie's that's what called. I'm thinking that's going to be like either Man of Steel 2 or Superman the dawn of hope just um, how about dawn of hope DC dawn of hope Black Adam's the bad guy well, back, black, oh. black Adam isn't going to be in it this is this is oh. they're not there it's going to be multiple movies before these two fight because they want to build it up oh. which I'm fine with I'm fine with um, because I feel what? like that'll be something worth waiting for. But here's what I want. Them fighting for three movies. Well, no, that would get a little stale, right? Uh, well, it depends if it, you build it where black Adams takes the upper hand. I would, I would want it to get, I wanted, help. I would want it to end. It would need, unless if they brought in the justice league, if they did like a justice league versus black Adam, I think you could do, you know, first one is Superman versus black Adam. Second one, he brings in calls in the league. Um, I could see something like that being kind of neat, but, uh, what if they structured it? Like they did doomsday where Superman didn't face off the doom with doomsday for like the first, he like, ran the, he like ran the gauntlet of the other heroes. Right. Yeah, like Justice League kind of like yeah. the team got called in. He just made quick work of them. Then when Soups does experience him for the first time, he's underestimated him because he's used to kicking everybody's ass. So yeah. I mean, like, look at how he was in the, the last Justice League movie. Yeah. Like he showed up and just Steppenwolf couldn't even break skin on the dude, right? Yeah. Like he took a full blow, right? And just smiled and be like, no. Yeah. Uh, and uh, what if he showed up with that kind of like arrogance, kind of gets his ass kicked, and then you get you know, like another movie where I like that. I think, I think something like that would work. Um, you could even bring in other, like, I, w- I want to see, I w- you know, my, my, my dream, I doubt it's going to happen. I want to see, uh, him and Ben Affleck on screen again as Batman and Superman in some capacity. What is Batman going to do to black Adam? Just let's be honest. Here. This isn't about, I'm not talking about black Adam. <laughs> I'm just talking about in the next, in the Superman movie. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be cool. Like he's running like uh I don't know, he's like working as like a general or something. Like don't they have like a Justice League satellite or something like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. Well, in this continuity, the 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 Justice League headquarters is like Wayne Manor, is the old Wayne Manor. But so yeah, that would be kind of cool. But I'll be curious what they're gonna do with it with a new movie. Um Brainiac would be a great villain, I think, to have. Um Yeah. I almost I almost want Superman 
like kind of like what we talked about before, like before there's like a full a full on Superman and Black Adam movie. I want mm-hmm. Superman to show up kind of like what you were saying, just show up at the end of like a Black Adam movie. And basically like, all right. All right, buddy. Like I've given you warnings like it's time. It's time to go down and rock And Black Adam just kicks the shit out of him. So would they do something like maybe the next Shazam movie where Black Adam's the villain or something? And they like because that that needs to happen, right? Like Black Adam's yeah the antithesis of Shazam. But and, <sighs> yes, like yeah, that, but I don't think they need to be in a movie. Mo- I don't think they need to be in a movie together. I I why? But it, what if it sets up all this? Where like if it sets it up, I'd be down for it. But yeah, as long as like, it sets those like. There, this is this is the fight. This is the movie that people are going to want to see, right? This is, you know, yeah. it's. But they also can't wait forever because Rock's what 53? I'd say with the the roids, he brings him back down to about a forty-two. That's fair. So that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's looking. He's looking great for his age, man. He, yeah. he could probably. He's, I think he's got some time. I'll be curious At, when they announce because, like, the rumor is they're looking for writers for the Superman movie right now. The studio is looking for like director, a dire- writer director right now. So we'll see what happens. They, they already have some, like at least a hit list in mind. I've I've heard that Christopher McQuarrie is at the top of their list, the Mission Impossible director. But it's we don't know. Like, I mean, he's busy making Mission Impossible movies, so we'll see. But Superman is also that character, right? Where people will be like, yeah, I'm on board. Oh, yeah. He's iconic. He's like Mickey Mouse or Bugs Bunny. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's yeah. like, I mean, that should be, uh, you know, I know all the, the whole thing is like, if it's a superhero movie, it like has to make a billion dollars or it's deemed a failure. Like, I feel like a Superman movie is no, like, it should be easy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Also, if they're really strap find a good writer just bring in some a writing team from dc bring like, in mark yeah. russell like hello like, there we go <laughs> come on <laughs> yeah but like just bring in some actual uh you know like jeff Loeb, somebody like that you know like bring in like some dudes that that's what they do yeah that they actually know how to write superman you know like, yeah or like they're famous for maybe not necessarily the best well, you know, like highest of brow comic series. Yeah. But their comic, you know, or like, what's his name? Uh, Who's the big DC writer? Zack Snyder. Is it Zack Snyder? No, that's or the no. director. What? Snyder. Scott Snyder. Scott Snyder. Yeah. yeah. He's more, Dude, he's Scott more known Snyder. for Batman, but yeah, he would be great. Yeah. Um, I'm sure he could hammer. I'm sure he could come up with a pretty great. Superman. I mean, Grant you know Morrison, I mean? you can't hire Grant Morrison who wrote fucking, uh, um, all-star superman like come on yeah like, let's go have frank quietly do the uh, movie poster oh please like, please please <laughs> they won't they won't i know bastard though uh yeah man dude you i dude you are dude this you're back you're back i never Full, i never left man I'm i here. know i know but like you haven't brought this level of energy in a long time well the movie theater fucking pissed me off and then cavill returning and then seeing the official announcement from him got me fired up today man got me fired up. i i, I could tell like yeah. you were you're ta- like because anytime you get fired up with this stuff i always like I'm like oh time to p- poke the bear i know you and, fucker and, and like, you're like i'm not taking any of this today <laughs> <laughs> this is awesome you're not gonna don't you drip on my dreams that's right yeah yeah no, i, I mean, mean obviously my my I, my dream dream would be uh super another batman superman movie but yeah 
different. I thought you're different director. Earlier I you want were saying you I want wanted... Ben Affleck to direct it. Yeah. Yeah. I would be curious to see what he would do. And then of course I was like, oh, you know, would be a good director is Nick Cage. He's a huge like, Superman fan. Fuck you. Fan. Like. You know what though? No, I'm a huge Superman we were... fan too, but I'm not yeah. going to direct a Superman movie. Do you think Tim Burton could do a good Superman movie? Or do you think it'd just be too weird? I think it'd be too weird, man. I, uh, what if it was like Big Fish, though? Big Fish was really great. It had a ton of, like, I mean, you, I, if you don't cry at the end of Big Fish, you're. I agree. Monster. But when, like, oh, I don't know, man. Burton's hit or miss for me, you know? Um, Especially these days. Yeah. 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 I, think, I think someone like Ben Affleck, Christopher McQuarrie, um, I bet you, like, if Ben Affleck wanted to do it, they would let him do it. But it's, who's the little green guy that would mess with Superman? That would pop in from oh, uh, Mister Ms. Plizik or some shit like that. I don't, I don't remember how to say his name, but yeah, he's like here's the, the thing. Burton would bring him back, and you know who would play that character? Johnny Depp. D- nope, Danny DeVito. Oh, I'm <laughs> in. It would be epic. I'm yeah. in. If if DeVito's in it, I'm in. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you got me actually wanting to watch Black Adam now. I'm just—it's just good, man. Like, it's a fun movie. Like, is yeah. it is it objectively a good movie? Not really. Is it fun? Yes, it's a ton of fun. Yeah, but it's a very simple plot that you can see all the way through. But that's who cares? Who cares? Not everything mm. has to be highbrow. Like, we can watch a kick-ass action movie and have yeah. fun. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's. That's what watching a movie is about. It's about escapism. It's about like, yeah, you know, and and the thing is, is most people, let's just be honest, the casual watcher of these films have no idea who Black Adam is. Yeah. So they're going to be like, whoa, this guy's cool, man. Like exactly. this is guy's a, an old school superhero. Album. I've never heard of this guy. Exactly. He's on par with Superman. Like, that's crazy. Exactly. And there's a lot of characters like that. Um, I, you know, we, you mentioned we briefly mentioned black panther i'm really curious about how people are going to uh react to namor because namor is one of those characters when you shave everything away he's really fucking weird man he's got wings on his feet yeah allow him to fly around he's super strong you know like he's one of the stronger like characters in just the regular mcu i guess you know yeah, like he's yeah. got yeah he's virtually indestructible especially like when he's hydrated i guess yeah um he looks really cool, but I'm curious to see how people are going to react to it when all of a sudden they're like, wait a second, he's got wings on his ankles that make him fit flap? Because like I saw in one yeah. of the trailers, they showed that he's actually yeah. flapping. It was fucking I was like, awesome. <laughs> yeah, I was cool, but I was like, that's fucking weird. Yeah. I like it, but it's weird. Yeah. And he was like running on the sky almost. It was yeah. very strange. I'm, but, I'm, I'm definitely interested to see how they portray him. And I'm like, I'm not the biggest Namor guy. Like, I don't know. Like, I, I can't consider myself a Namor expert, you know? He's a hard character to love, right? Because like I know that he's like notoriously like an asshole. Um, yeah, but have you ever met like who's your favorite character? Oh, Namor, hands down, never, right? Not a single person. Yeah, no, not anybody over the or under the age of seventy-five. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love Namor from the World War II comics. Oh, yeah, flies zipping around. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I'm really curious. That comes out pretty soon, though, right? Uh, yeah, November 11th. Damn, they're dropping some. So that comes out. Then you got Ant Man in February. Yeah. Wow. Is there anything else in between, or is that 
DC's not doing anything else, right? They don't have anything else until uh, next year. The Flash. Oh Jesus! Yeah. You know, well, you and I have talked at length at nauseum. Of, like, I just I'm not going. I, what I, I'm I not going to give it, it in theaters, man. I'm not going to see it in like Ben Affleck and Michael Keaton are in it, and I can't find myself to like like theater theater bullshit aside. I can't. I just don't want to put money in that asshole no. pocket. Not not the Batman guys, but yeah, Ezra no, Miller. I don't want to put yeah. put money in that guy's pocket at all. Or yeah, their, in pocket, their pocket, whatever. Yeah. Um, will I watch it on HBO Max when I don't have to pay extra for it? Probably. Um, yeah. I'm amazed that it's not going to HBO Max, but they'd probably just lose too much money on it. I mean, that's it's yeah. They've spent already a shit ton of movie uh, money on it, but uh, yeah, man. Yeah. What do you? Uh, what do you say we 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 roll this into uh, what we've been reading? Okay. Do we need to take a little break? Let's do it. All right. Check one two. Okay. Okay. We're back. Oh, okay. Oh, hey. Hey, hey. Whipper. Hey. Well, I got to, uh, you got to let me kick this off. Okay. Because, so you know, I'm a bargain bin bastard at this point in my life. I like, think, yeah, everyone knows it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm a rat. Right. Right. <laughs> so, uh, You've been to this place. You love this place. Yeah. This place called Tidal Wave. It's oh, like love the place. premier, the used bookstore of Anchorage, Alaska. And they've got this great program. Can we get a sponsorship, Tidal Wave? Like, what's up? Yeah, right? We should. Uh, I know. They're kind of, they're a little, the current crew is a little surly. I don't think. All right. Well. I don't think they'd be appreciated. But anyways, they have this great, like, you can take in books and get store credit. So I've been... We've been. Da- I'm always downsizing because I'm constantly upsizing. So I- I've been basically just trading in books and then purchasing most of the books I've been reading on here yeah. through from them just off store credit. Right? It's just a nice, nice little wave. trade. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. So I hadn't been in a couple months, and I went in there actually for uh, old Ron Trimbath. Went in to pick him pick him up a book uh, that because they had ba- they used to have Battle Pope in there, and I was like, I'm gonna stop by. And spend five bucks on Ron. Yeah. And get him Battle Pope. But not really. It's store credit. So, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I was like, I you know, whatever. I'll, I'll snag it for him. Yeah. I'll see what else they got. They had all new stock. Battle Pope was gone. So I was like, sorry, Ron. You're in the wind. Sorry, buddy. But for me, they had the entire, they had both volumes of both volumes. So, Basically, all of Volume One, all in Volume Two of the original Ultimates, Ryan oh, Hitch and Mark Miller. Nice. And I was like, "Fuck, I got I I used to have most of those comics, but when I sold my collection, yeah, to you actually, yep, uh, I hadn't, I, you know, I just I hadn't revisited the Ultimates really since, and so I was like, oh, 20 bucks for all these volumes, done, done deal, man, yeah, hell yeah." yeah. Right? Yeah, because even like used online, they still go for like 20, 30 bucks. Like they're not cheap. Right. So uh, I snagged them and it, uh, I forgot how fucking good 
the original Mark Miller, Brian Hitch Ultimates run was. So good. Like, it it makes the Avengers movies look dumb. Like, it, it, you know, you, it's one of those where you're like, God, can you imagine if they would have just used this, not just as the boilerplate, but as the blueprint? Like, yeah. God damn, how good. I mean, most of the characters wouldn't be likable. People would hate Ant-Man, hate to break it. And oh, Cap piece of would shit. Be, some people love Cap. Some people would be like, he's a little too intense for me. Yeah, um, yeah. Hulk? Uh, I don't know if people would really like Hulk. I think Hulk would be in that weird territory that Dahmer all of a sudden is, where like <laughs> people are fanboying. Because yeah. Hulk eats a lot of people. He eats a lot of people in that. But anyways, I just... It was one of those things. It was like one of the first graph. I would think I was like a senior in high school when I bought, when I got the first volumes. Yeah. Uh, a comic shop that I got a box from gave it to me because they're like, hey, they, we got this promotional deal. You're the only one here that like reads Captain America. So we snagged it for you, you know, if you want it. And I was like, okay, cool. And I remember it just blowing my fucking mind, like yeah. just being so blown away at how, like, it was what made me start thinking, like, Maybe this might be something like I want to do. Yeah. Like this, like this is unbelievable. I didn't even know superheroes could be on this level. You know, really? I didn't know you could do comics on this level. Yeah. Like, and uh, yeah. And so, anyways, I uh, in two days read through easy. The, easy, easy read too. Just yeah. sat in the middle of the floor. Yeah. Like a child, and I, just went through volume after volume. I got them all on Comicsology when they had a big sale, but. I wish I had yeah. the physical copies and I revisit them every couple of years. I go and reread them again. Just, I love them. They're, they're the only series where like, I don't hesitate to hand them off. Yeah. Like if someone's staying at the house and they're like, man, that's a lot of, cause you know, I got that. You've seen it. we got the whole wall of graphic novels here yeah. and uh, they go, eh, I don't know. I don't really read graphic novels. And then I go, Oh, but you like the Avengers movies. Right. And they go, yeah, those were great. And I go, okay, here, read this tonight. Well, you know, while you drift off the slum land and every time it's, it's like the, yeah, it's always like they're like shit. I didn't realize comics were that fucking rad. Like that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that was uh, yeah that that was like my big splurge for the week. Um, but I got some other stuff. But I figure I know you got some stuff, so we can just we can go sure. Back yeah, yeah. Um, so I picked up uh on a sale on uh, again on Comicsology Unlimited because uh, I kind of go back and forth between reading novels and reading comics on my iPad at night. But uh, I picked up the newest volume. There was a screaming deal on it. Uh, yeah. Of uh, uh, the latest in the Reckless series by uh, Ed Brubaker, Sean Phillips. Uh, it's called Follow Me Down. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I, I enjoyed it. It's uh, it, it, the Reckless series is about like a PI type guy set in the 80s. And, uh, you know, one of the one of the things I really like about it is is just that they, you know, he stays true to the setting. Uh, so this one like takes place. Uh, he's looking for uh, a woman who had gone missing in uh, uh, after the San Francisco earthquake in the late eighties. Yeah. Um, but it really like it really turns into something else, something that you that you think it's not. Uh, you know, I'm I'm a sucker for like a revenge story. And, yeah. uh, and that's, that's really what this is. It's, uh, you know, a, a great murder, murder case that turns into revenge. And then he ends up helping the girl get revenge on the people who assaulted her. Um, really, really good story. Um, 
I enjoyed it, man. I enjoyed it a lot. Um, but my probably my favorite one, my favorite thing that I read recently. Yeah. And 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 you kind of got me onto this was uh issue one of Exterminators. And uh Oh, yeah, yeah. Leah Williams. Yeah, yeah. And I'll be honest, this is probably the first I can't think of another like current X-Men book that I've read. Uh, I think the last one was a few years ago, like House of X. And even then I had no fucking idea what was going on because yeah. and it, and it's not a knock on like the books like they look great. But like if you don't fall, it's ongoing X-Men is one of those things where if you don't follow it, you have no clue what's happening. Um, you know, I I was the one kid that one comic book kid that never read X-Men. And that's exactly why it's just there was always so many characters. There's so much history and they in it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but this one was great, man, because it was like um, a bunch of like cast off characters from like the 80s, 90s. So like the main two people are Dazzler, Jubilee and uh, Dazzler's Dazzler breaks up with her boyfriend and uh, calls Jubilee and somebody else. And they just go out on a on, on a bender to <laughs> to like, you know, like get over, get over the boyfriend and yeah. uh, obviously things don't go the way that you think that they're going to go. Like uh, they're like at a at a nightclub, you know, drinking drinks, dancing and then uh, and then shenanigans entail. And it's very, very funny, a very fun, funny, like romp book. Um, it doesn't even X-23. She's in it, too. She shows up. She at shows the up and joins the, the... It, no, she shows up in the end as a uh, like someone who's mind controlled and they're going to have to fight her. But you know she's going to end up on the team. Yeah, it's going to be like a Charlie's Angels type thing. I hope so because it's fucking great, man. I loved every second. It, it's not like if you wouldn't have recommended it to me, it was something I would have never read. Um, yeah, but I enjoyed the shit out of it. So yeah, Leah Williams was the writer who is just she's such a she's a great writer and uh, she's funny. Is her writing is always always really fun and funny. And then yeah. Carlos Gomez is the artist. Brian Valenza was the colorist. Um, so yeah, man, it was, uh, it was a super fun book. I'm probably going to pick up the series of it. Cause yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. I always like Leah's, um, dialogue real like, yes. witty, but like, it feels like it, it like, there's a level, there's a lot of sarcasm, but it's delivered in a very like natural yeah. tone. Like it makes sense. It's not just like characters are saying things to say things, you know what I mean? Like yep. it, like it was it's always very well structured yeah we'll try we'll get her on the show we'll get her on here eventually i would love that man i would love to talk to her about this because i i really enjoyed it it's one of one of probably like one of my favorite things that i've read recently that i can remember is just such a breath of fresh air you know of just something different yeah and uh you're also leaving out one thing. The book is really violent, which it's extremely violent. Yeah. Yeah. It sets itself up to be like kind of like a rom com, like, like, oh, these characters are going to be like running around, like, you know, slice of life, but funny, right? Yeah. And then when hell breaks loose, like, they're just like straight up, like, oh, we're, we're sick and tired of being forgotten. Yeah. Fuck this. And they're just killing bad guys. Yeah. Oh, it's and amazing. It's, just, it's refreshing because like Jubilee was always like, fireworks get yeah. away from me like she's yeah. always like a defensive character yeah and now it's just like oh i'm gonna run these guys over with this car yeah yeah <laughs> it's fucking great dude i loved yeah. every second of it um yeah. 
but yeah, those were those were my reads. I uh, I have a stack of books that I that I need to read. So I think next episode, because uh, I have issue two of uh, Superman Space Age by Mark Russell and the All Reds, so that'll be my next my next big one that I'm going to talk about uh, next episode. Oh wow! Yeah, wow. And Are you, you s- reading the Superman Lobo? I, keep I have not. I have that. not read it. No. I keep seeing it on the shelf, and I'm like, oh, I want to check that out at some point. Yeah. Well, I read so again, miniseries guy. Big you, in the yeah, miniseries. You're on actually, the miniseries. this is where I'm actually spending money. I'm trying to get a hold of these these little miniseries, and I read two. Okay. One sec. What's he got? What does he? I have? picked this one up out of a bargain bin. Okay. Uh, you ever heard of Black Bull Comics? Nope. N- sure have not. No. Because they put out one comic and then dissolved and never to be heard of again. Um, but they did this book. I want to say it was back in like, oh god, it was like early two thousands. I want to say like two two thousand two, man. Okay. This came out and it's called Beautiful Killer, and it was written by Jimmy Palmiotti. Um. Who uh, you know he's he's always doing writing writing for DC these days. He used yeah. to be an eaker. Um, and then it was illustrated by Phil Noto, who he's working on. Um, he's working. He's another. He's working on something for DC right now. I can't remember. But uh, Adam Hughes did all the covers and the concepts for the. Oh, era. cool. Yeah, and I think you would like this. Like, it's a very straightforward. Like, it's not super complex, the story, but. Um, Basically, this teenage girl finds out she's a super soldier and that she's the result. Her parents were involved in some type of government program, like in, I think, Russia or something like that. I read this about a month ago. Okay. And um, anyway, they're involved in some type of super, like, super soldier program, right? Yeah. And they escaped because once they found out they were pregnant with her, they're like, fuck, we got to get out of here because the government's going to use her. Like the serum didn't work on them, but it's – it. You know, like it'll pass the genes will pass through to the or the whatever, mm-hmm. whatever it'll pass through to the baby. And, you know, so they the parents go on the run, you know, like 20 years ago or so have have her raise her in secret. She doesn't know this. And then basically we pick up where oh it started like, oh, they've they've been found. That's where the story starts. OK. And so her whole childhood, they've been homeschooling her essentially like you know, on this island in the middle of nowhere, you know, like, uh, like some tropical island, like out in the Philippines or something, but they've been training her and telling her like, Hey, at some point, something's going to happen. Yeah. These people that were out here for a reason, cause people are after us, bad people. And you're going to like, we're probably not going to make it, but you're going to have to survive. So they train her how to be like a super spy. Cause they are like spies themselves. Right. Yeah. And so, uh, then it finally shit hits the fan. The, these government, entities find them and are like your daughter's military property right we want her back and uh and so basically it's just like she escapes the island and then she's hunting these fuckers down and you know and sniping them through windows and stuff like that it the art was really cool and it was all like it was interesting because you have it was all done like with like you know phil nutto he it's all pencil and watercolor Mm mm-hmm or at least looks to be watercolor. I think I don't think he was doing it digitally. I want to say it was watercolor. It really looks like it was. And so, um, yeah, it was just really well done. It was really, it was really fun. I think you would like it because I know you like the kind of like super spy type stuff. I do, like, I do love yeah, that stuff, yeah. Yeah, it's very like 
James Bond meets La Femme Nikita. Oh, I'm in. I'm in. Yeah. Yeah. It was very much like that. And, um, and then of course, like, well, here's, here's like one of the covers just so you can see what it looks like. Oh, I love it. Yeah. I got the whole, there's only three issues and then they threw in a bonus issue that, uh, it was just all of Adam Hughes's design work, mm-hmm. like all of his sketch work for the character and cool. stuff, concepts. Yeah. So I picked up I got the whole thing. This was another bargain bin, uh, mini series, but, uh, it was awesome. And then I ordered a mini series, bought this, this old, old thing from, uh, Another defunct publisher. That's my big thing, man. I've been looking for it, like defunct publishing houses. Heck yeah. So have you ever heard of Fantagore Press? No. Yeah, they're from like like the late 70s, 80, early 80s. And so I read this book called Rippin' Time. Okay. Yeah, and it's is written by a guy named Bruce Jones who did a bunch of, co- of comics back in the day. And then it was illustrated by Richard Corbin, who just passed away yeah. like a year or two ago. Yeah. We we talked about it. he did that he he illustrated that Bigfoot book I mm-hmm. uh, reviewed here that was written by Rob Zombie mm-hmm. uh, years ago. And uh, so, anyways, it's like you know, it's a product of its time a little bit. Oh, I'm because sure. Because the dynamic, uh, like, there's a, a a pimp and his, I guess we'll say liaison, female of the night companion. Oh yeah, they're running from they something. Ha- this thing happens, and so basically, he the pimp kidnaps this cop. This he's supposed to be this big cop from the city mm-hmm. kidnaps his fiance, and they end up stumbling through into the secret military base, and they go through this divide, this like you know project that's basically created a rift in time, and the cop has the 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 pimp's like girlfriend. Cause he's chasing after him. And so they go through the time warp and, you know, and basically it's like for five issues, they're trying, they have to survive in the land of dinosaurs and the government, they can't, they're watching through some type of like probe. So they just are like, we're going to send in our sadistic manhunter green beret. And, you know, like basically like think, um, think Arnold Schwarzenegger from predator, but he's psychotic where he's like, this is the place where ultimate men survive. Oh, my God. <laughs> man to man. You got, I'm going to hunt this cop down. He's never getting out of here alive. Sounds like Andrew Tate's wet dream. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's like Andrew Tate wishes he was. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Tate, that guy's such a dork. Uh, all neck. All neck. Guy needs to do some neck exercises. Anyways. <laughs> he, um, Yeah, man. And so it just... Of course, the fiance he had the cop ends up leaving the fiance for the pimp's gal. They fall in love because they're both from the streets, you know. Oh yeah. Uh, the pimp he doesn't last long. He gets ripped to shreds by a dinosaur, um, and so it's like the girls now are like competing for the for the cop at one point. <laughs> yeah, it was very like when I was reading, I was like, oh man, there's some oh, this God. is like some '80s storytelling that would not fly in this day and age. But overall, like it was, it was well done. It was entertaining. The dinosaur hey, action was cool. There you go. Um, yeah, it was kind of interesting. They made like the general, the person who was running the entire top secret project, was this like, like big ripped, like beautiful, like Amazonian woman. But she had like the Arnold Schwarzenegger flat top. Of course. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Of course. Was, yeah. It was very. Uh, it was very interesting. But 
it was just cool. I'd always like seen the covers because the cover, like I showed you that cover. It's like yeah. pretty iconic. It's very cool looking. That's cool. Yeah. And so I was like, ah, you know what? I found it for like 15 bucks on eBay. Hey. eBay, man. eBay's the shit because guys have like mint condition comics that they just want to unload. Yeah. And you can get them at reasonable price. Yeah. And I was looking at like uh, some of the comic shops, like to get individual issues would have cost me like 40 bucks. Wow. That. Yeah. Because they're like, oh, it's a collector. So I'm like, dude, no one wants to read this. Yeah. Except me, so give it to me for cheap. Yeah, yeah. But, I don't know, it was fun. Uh, now, all of a sudden, I have to get a... I gotta get a comic box, man, because of you. Yes. Now, I keep getting all these, like... I just ordered, like, two more miniseries. I found an Adam Hughes miniseries from, like, back and early in his career. Yeah. I just ordered that Ghost in the Shell series. Or not Ghost in the Shell, but Metal Gear Solid yeah. series. What, you, what have you done to me? I don't what know. Do I used to be a curmudgeon. Like, I'm not, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not reading these. I'm not reading these comics. What'd you read, Brian? <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Um, right on. Well, what do you say we uh, we take this thing home? Do you want, do you want to take, take it home? All right. Do you want to tell the Cubs what we've been working on? What we've been refining the last couple few days? Yeah, yeah, we've been uh, we've been refining the ending of Operation Blue. We've been adding pages to make it uh, uh, better, better, a little bigger. Yeah, a little bigger, a little better. Um, it's gonna be a lot of fun, you guys. Um, I hope I hope you're checking out the pages. If you if you know if you're not, they're on our Substack, BlueTigerRevenge.substack.com. It's also the home for all of our podcast episodes, as well as every single page of Operation Blue. But the great thing is, if you go to the latest page of Operation Blue and um, you realize, hey, what the hell just happened here? If you scroll down a little further, there's a link that you can click that shows all the other pages um, of it has it all collected in one spot. So you don't have to hunt for it on the Substack page. So that's a really great new feature that we added for you guys. Um you know, once again, uh, subscribing to Substack is free. It doesn't cost you anything. It doesn't send you spam mail. It basically just sends you uh, anytime we post a new episode or a new page of Operation Blue goes directly to your inbox. So you don't have to search for it. It's already there for you. It's quick. It's easy. It's painless. Um, uh, go ahead and subscribe. Uh, please, if you would, share it out. If you have friends who you think would enjoy uh, a comic that's essentially the A-Team meets the Predator, um, you know, s send it to them as well. Let them check it out because, uh, you know, as as much fun as it's been to create, we want to, you know, make sure that you all are reading it, enjoying it. Um, and then, you know, if you want to send us an email, I would really love to know uh, what folks' takes are on the movie theaters these days. So uh, if you want to do that, just just hit us up, bluetigerrevenge.substack.com. Um, that's uh, the best way to get a hold of us. Uh, if you're not following our Instagram page either, at Blue Tiger Revenge, you probably should um, because straight fire. It's uh, We post straight fire on there and straight fire only. Um, and that... <laughs> It's pretty much all I have, Tad. Do you have anything else? Oh my God, man! These these tiger nips just all out of milk. They're they're just fried. Shazam, my man! Shazam. <laughs> well, if that's the case, what time is it? It's music.